0: with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects.
1: Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today I'm joined by a lady, Joyce Shaw from the Cayman Islands. Joyce, a very, very warm welcome to you.
2: Thank you, Paul.
1: And we spoke a little bit off here, Joyce, didn't we, around, um, you know, your key message, what it is you want to convey. And it's something around Mm -hmm. what do we do when life's challenges happen? So over to you, really, Joyce. Start us off on these these shares and insights.
2: Yeah, well, um, especially now in this time that we're all dealing Um, with the great challenge of the Corona virus. You know, it's it's something that's hit everyone. It's quite a challenge because, you know, everyone started this year looking at the great 2020. I don't think anyone anticipated or even had an ounce of imagination of what March um, would have ended up being, like we know in first of April. And um, I think most of us who thought I would have liked to have a well-balanced life in 2020, is finding ourselves quite unbalanced. And um, when life challenges happen, you know, we have like a lot of fear, anxiety, you know, that all that stuff can just cripple us and just bring us to a standstill. But I think what we need to realize is that, you know, life happens, um, not everything we want will go the way we planned it. But for me, I have to absolutely trust that God is in control of my life and He is in control of everything that happens. I don't think He causes everything to happen, but things are allowed to happen and we just need, for me, my message would be to, you know, we need to really trust that things will get better. You know, this will not be forever. Um, We have to find a lot of positives, a lot of, of love, um, in this time to just really hold on to and find the right people to surround ourselves with and um, just find that strength to keep, to keep going on.
1: And I think what I'm hearing there, Joyce, whether uh, people are of a religious persuasion or not, the one common approach really there is is the word faith, isn't it? We need to have that faith.
2: Yeah, yeah, because if we don't have faith, definitely... Um, fear is going to take over. And once we allow fear to come in, it will cripple us really. And, you know, um, then we just, we start doing, you know, so much negative. We find ourselves in a crisis that we just, we don't think straight, right? If we're we're being fearful of a situation, we don't, we can't think. And then when we're not thinking right, we do everything wrong, really. Mm. So that, you
1: mentioned a couple of key words there, Joyce, in terms of fear and love. And I've asked this question Mm -hmm. many, many times before to guests, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Is it a simple choice we face, you know, almost a left or right decision at a crossroads, whether to choose fear or love?
2: Well, it is. It doesn't come easy at all. It doesn't come easy because it's just you know in life i think in general it's so much easier to 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 fear to um to give into that fear but we have to absolutely make a choice every day you know many times a day to choose love and um that just doesn't come very easy at all it's it's actually very it's hard but when you get your life centered around love then it becomes easier
1: Okay, so why do you think then, Joyce, whether we choose the easier option of fear? Why is that?
2: I, I think because, it's um, <laughs> a, a good question, I think it's just, it's just I don't know, it's, it's you know, you, you fear, you just get, like I say, it, it cripples us, and I, I don't know why we end up doing that, but I know me, myself, I find myself sometimes just fearing things, and then you stop and you question, why am I fearing this? Why can't I just find something positive to hold on to? I think sometimes it's the, um what's gonna happen the next second, tomorrow, next year. Um And then we hold on to what we want. You know, some people, like for example, people need things, some people right now going through, they're like, I just need a hug. <laughs> There's some people who I need to toilet paper or there's all these needs that we have and if we don't know how or if we can get that need fulfilled then we fear we panic and we our behaviors or you know we, we just get in a state of oh my goodness i need this and we find ourselves living that way so i think it's the unknown or because we can't control everything mm. we just have this fear of I need to do this and what if what if I can't? And all the what ifs. And so we start believing that we can. And it's just this just fear comes over us.
1: Interesting that you mentioned needs there, Joyce. When we look at when we look at Robin's six human needs and the certainty that we need in our lives generally, and when we look at what's prevailing at this moment in time, um, with coronavirus, there's very, very little certainty in our lives, isn't there? You know, both sort of mm-hmm, locally yeah. within our communities, within our own personal lives, even our relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having a lot of conversations mm-hmm. with people now saying, you know, because of this uh, confinement, this isolation, I'm actually stuck with my spouse all this time and it's driving me nuts.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, and it's yeah. putting pressure on the relationship, the marriage, the family dynamic, um, obviously, the mm-hmm. job situation, the economic situation at large. And it's just created this, well, mass, mass, mass uncertainty, hasn't it? So,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that drives fear even more, mm-hmm. you know, because there's some people that, you know, I'm struggling to. It's been a week for me now working from home and I'm still trying to get used to. To that is funny because um working in the office I sometimes said oh I wish I can work from home now that I don't work from home I'm like oh I think I want to work in my office but I think it's it's just that that human behavior you know when you like you said it's there's a lot of changes right now there's a lot of struggles with you know jobs I'm thankful personally that I have a job that I can work from home and still get an income but then there's other people out there who does not have that opportunity, you know, being in Cayman, we're um, very tourism driven. And so, you know, we have restaurants, taxi drivers, there's jewelry stores, there's all these different businesses that it's very, very uncertain right now. So it's hard for me to say to someone, oh, you need to just just be positive and live in love. And, and it's, it's hard because their initial thing is got to be fair because what if I can't pay my mortgage? What if I can't pay my school fee? What if I can't eat? What if I can't put gas in my car? What if, what if, what if? But it's to try to take those negatives and try to find a positive and say, you know, for example, maybe I can't do this, but I can speak to someone and I can, I maybe can't go to work, but I can do something else and someone can help me. Someone can, lend me something you know um a positive is i don't have the corona i have my health so if we can find a positive to replace each negative thought you know and just focus on that and sometimes we we overthink Mm -hmm. and once we start overthinking then we get that negative self-talk and we you know we bring up you know someone may be in a good situation now but then they think oh I wasn't like that a year ago, and as soon as I got to a good place, now this. But it's to try to change all those negative thoughts that overcome us, with more positives as much as we can.
1: Hmm. So how do we make that transition then, or how do we keep our spirits up? Or- Joyce, what, you know, as you say, we're well, crippled in that. Well, actually, you know, the building society are pestering me for the mortgage because I'm two, three months behind. And my employer said, oh, by the way, he's going to have to lay me off. And the, the kids want new uniforms and all this. I mean,
2: as you mm-hmm. say, it's very difficult, isn't mm-hmm. it? It can be very difficult. Let me rephrase that. It can be. But again, for me, I go back to my faith. Mm. And I have, thankfully, I have solid friends. Um I have a good core group from my church that I can I can call, I can speak to, um whether it's two or three people or it's just one, and I can I can speak to my husband and I can say exactly how I feel. So I would say to people, you know, find a strong mentor, a strong person. Not don't try not to be with people who's going to just feed you with negative because I think Negativity to breed negativity and if you keep speaking about problem like me i just can't listen to the news all the time or watch or read every whatsapp message that i get because i find myself being consumed and you i mean this is this thing is so big that we have no idea where it's going we have no idea and and for me and like one of my friends we always say we know not what the future holds but we absolutely knows who holds the future and if we trust in the one who holds the future for us as believers then we hold on to that that that's constant that's not change for me god is love he loves me i must trust that wherever my life goes is within his will and so i have to hold on to that positive that's my truth that i choose to hold on to and anyone who chooses to listen or to believe i would say to them hold on to that truth. You know, right now, a lot of people was just praying Psalms 91 every day because it's like, you know, you just have to find a refuge and trust in God because this is bigger than us. You know, it's just so big. Like, you heard about this in China in December. You know, like, I'm going to be 50 this year. We had plans for 50. We went to Italy. We are going to do this and that with friends. And everyone is like, are you going to have a party? Are you going to? Have, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I can go up and down sometimes. I want to plan because I want to be excited. And then I'm like, but mm, well, what if it doesn't happen? And I was about, just about to be excited to plan something, and then all of a sudden it's like, Corona. We have to shut our borders. We, you know, isolation, self isolation, schools are closed, social distancing. Like it's a whole new normal. You know, and so there's certain plans that now must be put on hold. And we start have to start working with smaller plans, new plans. And for me, I just have to work through one day at a time and remain helpful, thankful, grateful that I still have my health and we have technology. You know, I can't see my friend who might need a hug, but I can call and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, and so to me, that's positive. There's other parts of the world that might have the corona and they don't even have that opportunity to even get to someone, you know? You think about the older people who have to die alone, you know, but but at least like, you need to be, just look for little small things and try to hold on to the the, the little good and try as much as possible to let go of the negative.
1: Mm. There's a lot of sort of short stroke, very good, solid pieces of uh, wisdom and advice in there, Joyce. But by way of bringing things to a close now, if I was to say to you, what would be your one massive um, you know, piece of advice to the world? Uh, how to overcome this, This uh, well, not only this kind of present challenge that we face, but what do we do when life's challenges happen? You know, how do we cope with that? What would be that one massive piece of advice that you'd leave with us, Joyce?
2: Mm, it would <clears throat> we'll have to absolutely be to focus on the positive. Um, that challenges will come, but we have to find some positive, some truth, and have faith to hold on that, you know what, this too shall pass. Um, I will get through it, and there's someone bigger than me that's in control. I want to be in control, but I have to let go and trust and have faith.
1: And it's that word, isn't it, faith? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay then, Joyce. Listen, I want to thank you sincerely for taking the time, the energy, and sharing your love, sharing your insights, sharing your compassion with us. And um, you know, hopefully, we can we can re uh, we can regroup again sometime in the future on a on another podcast episode where we can we can look back on this and we can take those lessons because there will be lessons mm-hmm. in this. What at the moment seems yeah. hopeless um event that's been bestowed upon us um but it's interesting how things when the dust settles we look back and um maybe just maybe we look at things differently so uh, different any anything to add joyce before we sign off
2: um no thank you for um having me on here and i hope that i could have you know be some positive some light to someone i just um pray and trust that we will all Definitely get through this, and definitely can look back and say, you know what, we um, we have learned something from this, and life going forward will be better. We hope and pray.
1: Thank you, Joyce. And on that very, very thank you, faith-driven and positive note, it, all that remains now, listeners, is to is to really to reaffirm Joyce's um, sentiments there and sign off by saying, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.
0: Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. If you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul with any thoughts or questions you may have. He'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at www paul remember mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts